0: Listening to the Mindful Biz podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Raquel Boris is the founder and creative director of Who Is Elijah, an independent fragrance house established in 2018, built on cruelty-free foundations and based in Sydney. Raquel started her perfume empire after becoming obsessed with a gender-neutral scent at Coachella. She was never able to recreate herself. Her latest fragrance, Nightcap, sold $58,000 in just one week, with one selling every 50 seconds. Nightcap made over $14,000 when opened up for a limited time to the wait list of 15,000 people. In this podcast episode, we talk about Raquel's business growth, Sales, marketing, sense, and much more.
1: Hi, Raquel. Thanks so much for joining us. How are you? Hi, Alison. I am good. Thank you so much for having me.
0: My pleasure. My pleasure. So tell us, what's the most exciting thing you're up to this week?
1: Well, the Mindful Biz podcast, of course.
0: <laughs> right answer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, honestly, I love doing podcasts. So this is really exciting for me. Um, it's a bit of a hell week, actually. We keep selling out of um, Nomad and we just sold out again this morning. So that's, I mean, it's people say it's good to sell out, but it's also not it's so truthful. good to sell out. <laughs> yeah, I know, you know, you know. Um, Yeah, so busy working on that Um, and we just created a new fragrance actually, so I'm really excited about that, so it's busy, we're busy.
0: wow, okay, we'll dig into all about that. So before we get into it, how about you introduce yourself?
1: Um, For those who may or may not know me, my name is Raquel Boras, I am the founder and creative director behind Australian Fragrance House, who is Elijah.
0: Amazing, and when did Elijah launch?
1: Uh, I conceptualised the idea sort of in, um, after a trip to Coachella back in 2017. Um, I pondered on the idea for a little while um, and then I launched in October 2018. So we're just about to celebrate our fourth birthday.
0: Wow. That's a real pivotal moment. When you hit that five-year yeah. mark, things change.
1: Oh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah,
0: you, can, you can probably start to feel a change already at year four.
1: Honestly, yeah. We've, you know, we've had a lot of changes just in the last couple of months and I'm really, I don't like to wish away time, but I am really excited for next year. I think we've kind of, we've gone through all the hell I think that we can possibly have. So um, I think we're ready for some, just some up and up for now. Oh my
0: gosh. So tell us about the brand. Like what is it
1: yeah, so like honestly I come from no marketing background or anything like that and I'll tell you where the idea came from. Um, so at Coachella, a friend brought along a friend and she just smelled amazing and it was this little bottle of fragrance oil that is, was from India and I, I just loved it and I was, I think I was 23 at the time. And I wasn't really that into fragrance. I think when you're 23, you spend, well, I did anyway, I spent my money on clothes and makeup, not so much fragrance and too much beauty. Um, So I wasn't like a fragrance fanatic at all. Um, But I was just so drawn to this scent. So I ended up tracking it down online and I had to buy it at at wholesale. I think I bought like 30 or 40 bottles of it. It was really cheap. Um, And I just started wearing around Bondi and around Cronulla where I live. And... People were chasing me down the street, coming up to me in bars and clubs, like wow. literally begging to know what perfume I was wearing. And I was a little bit tipsy and I kind of just had a light bulb mo- moment, like why don't I um, make a fragrance? So um, I sort of started researching how to even make a fragrance and um, I come from a corporate background, so I was an executive assistant at a luxury hotel group. So I had the business mind, but I definitely, or I didn't think I had a creative mind, but um Yeah kind of turned into a little marketing genius. <laughs> it's amazing what
0: we're capable of without knowing it. And I think that's the mm. of running your business is you're pushed yeah. to do things that you wouldn't have done in the past and then you discover yeah. these new skills and
1: interests. I know. I mean I've definitely learned along the way and um, as soon as I started really getting serious about the idea of making a fragrance and building Who Is Elijah, um, I really got into listening to podcasts and I learned so much Um, from you know a lot of like I listen to a lot of the female founders and the beauty podcasts and I honestly hand to my heart think I built that company from listening to those you know your podcasts included and yes yeah
0: I I look I get totally addicted to listening to podcasts and I usually listen to them as I'm running or walking
1: yeah 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 Yeah. and driving
0: So Yeah, yeah. so much information in all of them. Mm. All right then. So you mentioned that you've had a huge amount of hurdles and challenges, one of them being, you know, selling out of product. Yes. Take us a little bit through that.
1: Um, well, I mean, it's a good problem, I guess, to have selling out of a product because you know that people really love it. But when people love something, they also really want something. So customer service emails aren't always so lovely. Yes. Um. But that's sort of more of a recent um hurdle before that it's you know finding the right manufacturers finding the right suppliers um you know the more you sell the more you need and a lot of our suppliers we need to pay for our you know materials you know at sometimes eight to 12 weeks in advance and then mm. you don't get the product for another three months so you know I think with, with any startup and small business finances is always a hurdle um but we're you know managing that a lot better now um You know, finding, choosing the right staff, the right roles that you need. I really struggled with that a year and a half ago. I thought I needed to go and hire all these senior people, which I didn't. And it actually ended up I had to let them go like soon after because we just weren't ready for it. And I think my biggest lesson I learned during that period was I can actually do it myself. Like I don't, although I haven't done it before and I'm not necessarily experienced I feel like when it's your own business, you learn how to do it so much quicker than what you probably would if you were working for someone else, I mm-hmm. think. Um, because you you have to, you're, you know, you have staff that are relying on you financially, um, you know, the business needs to keep running. So you just make it happen. And um, I, yeah, I definitely learn a lot. We have now, we're such a small team compared to what we used to be. And, you know, our revenue has tripled. So it goes to show what you can do with a small team.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. So many people have come to me for business coaching around staffing um, and a lot of people will hire because they need someone instantly but they're not really clear on the title or the description and that's where huge mistakes can be made. Did you find that?
1: Yeah, and I, you know, I, I went straight for the top. So people that have done, you know, these certain roles for five years plus and, you know, they wanted you know salaries to match that, and they're coming from big companies. And you know, although we weren't doing really well, I you know had run a business before, and just honestly just made terrible mistakes. And mm-hmm. um, but I'm kind of glad that I did it so early on because I'm now petrified of hiring anyone. Um, so I'm very diligent at you know looking to the future and really forward planning about who we bring into the company and what that role actually even is and what it will grow into. Yes. Um We're only now just hiring um, someone to do social media. I've been doing it myself this whole time and, and people think I'm great. I don't have like really anyone with a marketing background in the company but we've all sort of just learned it together. and why. we. Yeah, and like, you know, we've built the brand together so you know, we in our minds we know it better than anyone. Yes. But
0: hiring for that social media role is actually very difficult because everyone is an expert. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like it's so so particular the content you want to be able to put out on your brand. And it's whether the person can execute that. It's it's yeah. just a very difficult role to fill.
1: Um, well, I only just literally um Advertise it yesterday so I'll let you know if I need any help.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness my gosh all right so what's been the most popular fragrance so far?
1: So His Her is the fragrance that I launched with um, in 2018 that has been our hero fragrance up until honestly now with Nomad so we launched Nomad in December last year 2021 and we that has just like gone absolutely bonkers um we cannot make it fast enough so yeah and then we have um then we have like our, our haze which is very popular in uh winter because it's that you know smells like fireplace with a bit of sweetness to it so that really goes crazy in winter so we're starting to just see that kind of slow down a little bit now um but they're all quite on par with each other i think they're so different um, none of them are too similar So they have like their own little cult following following themselves, but definitely Nomad is our number one.
0: Right. So with Nomad and when you release other fragrances, do you do a pre-sell or what do you do to build that hype as it launches?
1: Yeah. So prior, I think Nomad was our first proper launch that we actually even did prior to that I would just put a fragrance on the website and say we've got a new fragrance um which was silly thinking back on it now but somehow works for us um so with nightcap which is our latest fragrance that we just launched in July um we actually did do a pre-sale and it went crazy I couldn't believe it I think it was I think we only did it 24 hours before as well um and I actually kind of learned that or got the idea from watching other brands um doing uh launches this year as well and I noticed majority of them are doing sort of pre-sales for their um, just that their, their EDM list or their VIP customers and yeah we did it and it went um went really really well so we've got a new fragrance launching in November um and so many people um, since we started posting on Instagram asking for pre-sale or early access so Definitely something that we will do again to build some hype.
0: Yeah. So to do a pre-sale, you obviously need to have people that are already connected mm-hmm. with the brand. What have you yeah. done? Like, did you did you slowly build an email list to begin with? Or is how how have you done that?
1: Um, I definitely didn't focus on my email list at the very beginning, but uh someone actually gave me advice, maybe maybe a year in to who is Elijah um, and said your email list is really important. So it's definitely something I've focused on the last three years, especially in the last 18 months. Um, we're always, you know, we'll, um, really trying to get people on our EDM list just so we can talk to them, you know, more direct. It's not always about selling to them. It's just, you know, teaching them about our product, and, you know, me talking to them, telling them the story of who is Elijah Um, and always, you know, giving them extra offerings, um, you know, for being a loyal customer as well. Um, I have uh, Jasmine who is our brand manager. She's amazing and she's constantly sort of researching ways to be creative and, you know, to get people to want to join our EDM list, not trying to trick them but, you know, just, you know, like finding out what they want from a brand and we we are – starting to really find that we are building a community, um, you know, with our followers and people who really do love Who is Elijah and wearing our fragrances. Yes. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's like building friendships with people.
0: It is. With yeah. emails, though, it's harder to get people on your list mm-hmm. than it has been in the past because everyone's mm-hmm. inboxes are full. So cool. have you been doing the lead magnets or what have you been doing to entice people to sign up? <sighs> Um, I don't
1: know, I don't know if I know the answer to this. um we I'm not even know. so we have a really good um digital marketing partner um yes. he's, it's just one yes. guy and he's one small team um so he we started working with him I think it was October last year um and so he started doing our Facebook ads um yes. but he brought in a lot of knowledge about you know email marketing so we kind of just let him sort of do his thing he's very big on like not annoying people you know we don't ask for much we don't ask for anything other than an email address Um, and then if you want to give more you can I think I mean I'm the same like I don't like to be annoyed by people that I don't want to you know so we're very we take a very quiet approach I would say um, obviously, on our website, there's a pop-up um, for a discount if you join our mailing list, um, which means giving us your email. Um, but other than that, like we're not really forceful to try and get people on our email yeah. list.
0: It would be interesting to find out what call to action he's using, though, because mm. he would have to be using a call to action to entice people. So it would either be, you know, sign up to receive 10% off your first order, yeah. which he probably yeah. is using, um, or, you know, the another one also is is value-adding by, you know, with every purchase you get a tester of, you know, a different fragrance okay. valued at X that's dollars good, yeah. and that's a really good yeah. way of like cross-selling into other areas that, mm-hmm. they, that people weren't necessarily thinking of trialling. You should find oh, out. It'd be super interesting yeah. to know. Um, we,
1: yeah, we do the welcome code on our website. Yes. Yeah, we've got that one, but yeah, the sample—the sample one's a great idea.
0: Yes. So, do you find that a lot of your sales are triggered through social media?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Our, our Facebook ads and yeah, our um, throughout Instagram, our followings getting bigger and bigger, and you know we're very active on Instagram. Um, but yes, definitely, our socials is where yeah. where we meet everyone. Are you are you on TikTok? No, I mean, we have a TikTok account and we yeah. have posted, but we're definitely not active. Mm. Um, but with this new role that we hopefully fill soon, um, part of that role is to manage our TikTok. So, yes, I don't I think Quite it's time everyone
0: feels that way. I've had this conversation mm. so many times, myself included, is that mm. all my energy has gone into Instagram and, like, yeah, yep. we're starting off on TikTok, but our heads aren't there yet.
1: <laughs> I just don't. I'm like not good at creating videos, and right? I don't know, like I'm only 28, and I feel I feel old being on
0: the yeah, right.
1: platform. Like I just don't, I don't get it. But and I just haven't had, honestly, haven't had the time to learn it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, Instagram is easy.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. It is really easy. So when you say Facebook ads, I'm assuming mm-hmm. you're also meaning that those ads are going over to Instagram as well. Instagram, yeah, yeah. So yeah is it the ads that are displaying on facebook or instagram that are performing better
1: hmm i don't actually know i haven't asked that question cuz we when we talk about it we just call it facebook ads yeah right um, yeah i'd have to look Find into out.
0: that mm. it would be interesting i would
1: assume instagram so would just I. yeah just cuz i i mean i never go on facebook anymore yeah, um have. my personally but i would assume instagram yeah
0: so right I, I would that. assume yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So what are you most excited for in your business in this coming year?
1: Ah, oh, so much. We um I'll tell you a secret. We're actually redoing our packaging at the moment and we've just finalized it and it looks so good. I'm so excited for it. So that'll be an early next year launch uh we just sort of really simplified it um and it just looks so pretty and very sort of different to what we're doing now so um i'm really excited for that has the actual um, bottle changed
0: that you're using no so it's just the label just like
1: the outer package. yes yeah yes yeah simplifying it um and yeah we've got some amazing fragrances that we have made in the last sort of six months that we're sort of planning to launch from now through to the end of next year um, which I'm really excited about and I talk a lot about um, the oil that I sort of stumbled across at Coachella um, and we've kind of made it finally into a perfume so it's a quite similar smell so um, I'm thinking that I will finally launch it um, next year around Coachella time so I need to put a bit of thought into that. But that's probably one of our most requested products um, for me to make is a similar version to the Coachella scent. So I'm really excited about that.
0: That is so exciting, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. How many hours are you working a week, would you say? A hundred. No. Um. I don't know. Like it sounds so cliche, but it doesn't feel like work. Like I'm yeah. attached to my phone 24-7. Um. But I mean, I, you know, I have two little babies, so I really can only work eight hours a day because I have to also be a mommy. Mm. Um, But then I'm back on my phone and laptop at nighttime when they're in, when they're in bed. And mm. yeah, but I mean, I've got an amazing team and, you know, they're always on, you know, online um, with boundaries, of course. But yeah, I feel like I, it's not like I'm working all the time. It's really fun for me, you know, but, yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. Do you have any plans to extend beyond fragrance with the brand?
1: Yes. So we are in the process of creating like a body range, so body wash and body lotion um, with the hopes to actually start um, approaching hotels to be, you know, the chosen hotel amenity brand and scent. Um, so I'm hoping that that's something that we can achieve next year. Um we did release a candle this year, which was really good. Um, I just think I think we could make some tweaks to it. Um, I think the vessel that I chose it was so beautiful, but it was quite fragile. And you know, being an e-commerce brand, having to post it, yes, yeah. you know, we, we did get some breakages. So I think I need to sort of tweak it before I um relaunch them again. Um yeah, I think that's, that's sort of exciting. it at the moment.
0: There you go. Yeah. You know, you start off with a brand and then it can evolve into whichever direction you want to take it in. It's the beauty of running your own business.
1: It is. It's, yeah, I mean, opportunities and creativeness is limitless, which is exciting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Raquel, where can everyone find your beautiful fragrances?
1: Yes, so we are, We live online at au. Um, we also do have a link on our website to um, for like a stockers finder page so you can type in your suburb or postcode and find lots and lots of stockers near you. We've got about 300 stockers across Australia um, and then we're also in New Zealand and America and soon to be the UK. So we're coming everywhere <laughs> very soon. Just one more question before we finish up. Do you find that people are hesitant in buying a
0: fragrance online when they haven't been able to? Smell and test
1: at the start, yes. Um, but now we were we at, for the first sort of two and a half years we were very wholesale dominant, so we relied on our wholesale partners um and sort of online was just a bonus. Um, but I sort of middle of last year we changed the way we did things online. We offer our free sample with every hundred mil and 50 mil purchase. Um, then customers are encouraged to use the sample first. If you don't love it, send it back and we'll refund or exchange. Um, So it's sort of like a risk-free purchase in our mind and that's what we tell the customers. We want to make it as easy as possible. Um, And I think because we've grown the brand to be a bit, you know, quite well-known now, people are a bit more trusting to purchase our fragrances online. You know, we've got over, I don't know, I think we've got over like 1,500 reviews um on our website so on every product page you can swipe through all of the um reviews um i think that's been a big, big change as well that yes. we did that about six months ago yeah Goodness. and um yes yeah, so i think brand awareness and people start to sort of believe that your product's not shit yes. <laughs> so they can be a bit more trusting
0: yeah lots of people have tried and tested so that makes all the difference mm-hmm. raquel thank yeah. you so much for joining us here today oh thank you for having me we'll